Welcome to RUL 10, your primary source music, movies, TV, and sports. All right, guys, welcome back to another edition of Are You Entertained? Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, and YouTube, and tell your friends. This is your one-stop shop for all things music, movies, TV, and sports. Today is a pop-up podcast on the Oscars. We're normally a bi-weekly podcast, but so much went down in this award show that we've got to do an entire podcast specifically on these Oscars. From the pre-show to Kimmel to the epic Best Picture mix-up, we've got you covered. So a lot to talk about. Let's get right into it. I'm Trey Alessio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside Brandon Ogden, the Consigliere. What up, dog? Not much. How you doing? Doing well. How are you? Doing well, dog. <laughs> hey. All right. Let's 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 get right into it. Let's kind of go chronologically, kind of like we did uh, the Grammys. So let's start from the pre-show. I don't know if you saw any of the pre-show. Um, I have a little bit I want to talk about. For the pre-show, uh, let's let me let me just break it down real quick. So right off the bat, right right at the start of it, uh, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. I just love their energy. I love right. I love this this uh, this couple, and they snuck up and surprised Robin Roberts at the beginning of the show. Kind of photo bombed them. You you just gotta love their energy and hashtag goals. Yeah, you know? they're one of the like really famous couples. That is like really open and honest about things, and you just can tell that like they actually genuinely care about each other. Yeah, uh, you know, which is refreshing now because, like, like Kim and Kanye, you never like see them really together or anything like that. Yeah, or even Jay Z and Beyonce, like, there's just mm-hmm. there's always some type of disconnect. But with those two, it seems like they are literally always together. And they're like active on social media, right. and, that, and they're that, like that, they're funny. Right, and I, I like that. More, cool. more so, that's what I'm talking about. The like Kim and Kanye, they'll show up to an award show or something together. Yeah. But if they're not doing like a like a Yeezy season, right. you know, yeah. they're not together or they're not doing anything yeah. on social media. So yeah. they probably, they're just so busy doing right. other stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just wanted to point out there. And then did you know that Justin Timberlake and Jessica Bill were married? I yeah, did I saw, not know this. I saw this on the outline. And I was like, how did you not? They've been married for years. Really? Right? See, yeah, I, they've been married I for, totally did not know that. Yeah, no, they've been and married she is for smoking. a really long time. Good for JT. Yeah. Good for him. JT and JB. Uh, yeah, I had no idea. And then to plug that a little bit, JT photobomb Emma Stone. I, I always like the photobomb. Yeah, what, yeah. what do you think of the photobomb move? Photobomb, there's always a, a, a good photobomb opportunity. And JT. You got to make the most of it. I remember uh, on spring break last year, there was this couple. They were like, they had a camera set up, mm-hmm. and they had to like run and set it and set the timer and stuff. And they were doing wedding pictures, and I just kept pho- photobombing <laughs> the shit out of them. So hopefully got them. some good ones. That's hilarious. Uh, JT just being so predominant in this opening right. kind of monologue and show, I really want a new JT album, man. Yeah. Give it to us. And whenever you say that, I always respond with, I want another JT movie. Okay. Yeah, that'd be cool, too. I mean, uh, I mean, have you seen Trolls? Does that count? Well, no, I, that no, doesn't, that count. doesn't count. <laughs> Animated movies don't count. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And then I think I fell in love with Alicia Vikander and Janelle Monet. Uh, I honestly have never heard of uh, Alicia Vikander before this. Do you know of her? I I do. Not. Oh my god, she's have, smoking. Gonna, yeah, look her, look her up. Janelle Monet is smoking too. She was in Hidden Figures and Moonlight, so she played a, a part in both of those. And she is a musical artist, so she's kind of killing the game. They just slayed the red carpet, man. Yeah, see, I didn't watch much of the pre-show. Like, yeah. I say off air the Blackhawks Blues were playing big rivalry games. So I was you got you got to be plugged into I was, that. You were flipping that. Yeah, you were flipping. So I, was, I was flipping. That's cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm not a hockey guy, so I sat and watched the red carpet and yeah. So it is what it is. All right. Uh, moving any anything else there, or shall we move on to the monologue? Yeah, let's move on. All right. Jimmy Kimmel was the host of this show. Uh, so first of all, before that, I think JT Justin Timberlake killed the opening performance. Yeah. Were you I surprised like, that they like just let off with that? It was kind of surprising, especially how he did it. He started in like the lobby right. and worked his way up to the front. And honestly, I, I thought it was cool how he got the whole crowd yeah, involved in the and one like dancing song, and clapping because they always do the best songs, yeah. Or whatever. 
uh, they always perform them. And that was definitely the one song that you could get everybody excited about. Yeah, so for sure. It made sense. The one thing, when it, when he first started singing, I kept thinking, like, is Jimmy Fallon hosting the Oscars? Because they always do everything together. Like, oh, that's true. Yeah, so I was right. like, is it Fallon? I thought is it, it was Fallon Kimmel. or Kimmel? <laughs> so I was very confused. And then finally I saw Kimmel, and I was like, okay. That's what I thought. Just that's funny. Sure, but that's funny. Yeah, no, he killed it. He brought a ton of energy to the place. And yeah, I like that. Was probably my favorite performance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. We'll get into it's the, always, more of them, but it's always fun to see like really old white people try to dance and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and then he even, danced, sure. he even danced with his wife, which yeah. was cool and stuff. So. Who we now know is Jessica Biel. Yeah, well, no, who you now? <laughs> who know. I know is Jessica Biel now. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. I thought that was a. A very good opening. For sure. All right, and now let's get into Jimmy Kimmel's monologue. Uh, what were your thoughts on, obviously, the the feud, and I do that with right. quotation marks, uh, with Matt Damon throughout the whole show? I, I kind of thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, I mean, no, that was, to me, like some of the best parts Yeah, was when he would make fun of Matt Damon, just seeing Matt Damon's reaction. Yeah. Do you know how it all started? No, I don't. So, so go ahead and tell I, us. I, I guess there was, oh, this is a while back, um, where Kimmel had had a really bad show, uh, like the guests all went long and stuff, and Matt Damon was not scheduled to be on the show. Okay. But Jimmy Kimmel was just like, well, we didn't have time for all of our guests, so we had to cut Matt Damon out of our show. Sorry. <laughs> and basically he, like, admitted he had no idea why he said Matt Damon. That was just the first name that came to his mind. Okay. But So, so he, it's just like an ongoing kind yeah, of joke. Yeah, so it's just, it's just a big joke. They, they get along fine, but... It, <laughs> It was just, it was funny throughout the night to see. It was definitely funny. Yeah, yeah. I I really like the part where they were breaking down like past films, and he broke down. We bought, <laughs> we a, bought zoo. a zoo. That was <laughs> that was, so that was incredible. That was funny. He is pure talentless, or whatever he said. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that was comedy. Uh, what the monologue itself, though? What what were your thoughts on that one? I mean. What are your thoughts at the jabs at Trump? I mean, they started out funny. To me, it, I mean, it kind of got old. I mean, it's never right. it never gets old to take jabs at Trump, obviously, right. for us. But it, there were just so many. And he, right. he just, I don't know. What the, were your thoughts? The funniest one was when he talked about how overrated Meryl Streep was. That was good. That, that was, was funny. funny. Um, other than that, honestly, it was kind of a forgettable monologue, which isn't the worst thing you could do. Like, you could mm-hmm. just totally bomb it. Um, but Kimmel's just got a really weird sense of humor. Where, yeah. Like it's very dry and yeah. like sarcastic and he and... doesn't smile or anything. Yeah. Like he's just a very serious guy that just has like, a, it's almost like, like, like a dry sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I didn't expect much. Um, personally, I didn't really care for it when they, I laughed him a little bit, but I, yeah, like you said, yeah, it wasn't I mean, anything it, but, spectacular. But the, yeah. There just wasn't that memorable moment or two. Um, oh, I do have a line that I like, especially compared to Chris Rock last year, who for just sure. killed it. Yeah, so. for sure. But it, it was all right. I wasn't disappointed or yeah. anything by it. I think my favorite line was uh, "Black people save NASA and white people save jazz." <laughs> Thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, clearly talking about Hidden Figures and La La Land, right. so kind of plug those two movies. All right, uh, that that kind of does it for Jimmy Kimmel's monologue. Let's let's get into and this kind of. We're not going to go strictly chronologically, but let's let's break down the winners and we can kind of sprinkle in some performances and some other storylines. Uh, so we have a little bit more time to talk, so we're going to throw in some more than just the top, the big four, big five. So let's get into uh, best animated feature, Zootopia one here. Uh, I really enjoy this movie. Um, I, I thought it was kind of between that and Moana. I haven't yeah. seen that one, but I think it got like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, it's killing it. Lynn Manuel Miranda is has his hands on that. The Rock, uh, so I mean, it has a lot of stars. But really enjoyed Zootopia, and I think it was deserving. I think that it's kind of like the Grammys where they cut it, uh, you know, in the middle of the year. So this was like two years ago, yeah, I believe. I think it came out but yeah, yeah, very very deserving. I thought Zootopia is really good. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I think I watched Zootopia and I liked it, but it was kind of wasn't it kind of sad. It's been a while since I've seen it, honestly. I, th- I but feel like I, me and Ted watched it together, and we were both like, wow, that was kind of a sad ending. Yeah, I think it was kind of like a deep ending. Yeah. Like, there was a meaning behind it all. Right. But, yeah, no, again, it was a very good movie, very deserving. For sure. Um, yeah, I didn't see Moana either, but I I kind of felt the same. It was between those two. So, um, you know, I would have, obviously, because I, I saw Zootopia, I would have yeah. given it the edge. But, yeah. 
Disney's a a conglomerate, man. They're just killing it. Speaking of Disney, uh, The Jungle Book won for Best Visual Effects. I'm a little salty on this one. Yeah. They, they, They snubbed Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I mean... Do you think this is a snub or the only reason I call it a snub is because they literally had a character specifically that was purely visual effects. I think that's kind of groundbreaking and I would have liked to have seen that get the nod, but I mean, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, but you could also make the kit. Did you see the Jungle Book? I did not and okay, I've heard it's ju- really good, yeah, but Jungle obviously was, there's special effects right. there too, but Yeah, Jungle Book was amazing. I mean, and all of those characters were basically made to life. Yeah, yeah. Uh I don't know. That that one was a real toss up for me because I think uh was Star Trek in that one too, maybe. Star Trek, maybe even Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, I may be one, wrong on that yeah. one, but So I I personally thought that Jungle Book should have won. Um just wow. because of all no love for Star Wars. Yeah, Come on, it's no. hard. I, of course, I was rooting for Rogue One, but with everything that the Jungle Book did and how they brought all that to life, it was pretty incredible. Yeah. And speaking of Disney killing it, I think they've announced uh, Mulan as a new yep. live-action uh, feature. And then I don't know if in. you heard Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, yeah, is going to be the voice of Simba yeah. in the live-action And then aren't they bringing James Earl Jones back for Mufasa? Really? I, think I didn't that, hear that, I think I but that, that could be true. Uh, oh, that'll be incredible. Yeah, that'll be really I, cool. I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm skeptical about it, but I don't know how I feel about yeah. like a live action well, one. Yeah, no, but Disney always makes it. No, they do. Makes it. Do you think it'll be kind of. find a way to make it really cool. So. Do you think it'll be the same kind of visuals as the the Jungle Book? Will yeah, it be kind of like so. that? And I was always really skeptical at first of these live action yeah. movies. But, yeah, so far I've been a fan. They've been really cool. So. And you're pumped for Beauty and the Beast, yeah, you said, right? I'm, I'm super Yeah, that, I bet that one will be really good. All right, and that one to me would be the hardest one to do because Espe- of the, the beast. beast. Yeah, I thought. I mean, the previews. Yeah, look, he, he looks, looks legit. Good, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, this one is kind of an interesting little topic. <laughs> Best makeup and hairstyling, which otherwise we would not give two shits about. Right. But Suicide Squad takes home the victory here, which is hilarious because I mean, a lot of people are trolling it on right. social media, saying that Suicide Squad wins. I think the the big thing, like Citizen Kane, which is like widely recognized as one of the greatest movies of all time, I don't think it won an Oscar. So people are saying Suicide Squad has an Oscar and Citizen Kane doesn't. Right. Or you could go the more recent factor that Suicide Squad has an Oscar instead of Deadpool, who a lot of people were hoping got the surprise nod for you know, best picture or something along right. those but effects. You, what were your thoughts on you, Suicide you to, Squad getting a getting a dub here? You have to, excuse me, you have to take it with a grain of salt. It's the, the award is not anything for the actual movie. You're right. So You're right. I mean, it's not like they rewarded it for being a good movie. They rewarded so what they it for Harley, makeup <laughs> for Harley Quinn and Joker. Fucking dressing up right. white, like and then like the, well, cool. the guy with the tattoo. Okay, Jared Leto with the, the Joker. Personally, I okay. thought Star Trek deserved this one. Oh yeah, Star Trek did some like crazy yeah, shit dude, with all their characters, for sure. and it looked awesome. So I would have given it to Star Trek, but you know what? Good for Suicide Squad. Good for D- DC, DC needs a win. They needed. It. They need something, man. Yeah, they, they can hang their hat on. They probably have more Oscars than Marvel. So <laughs> that's that's kind of crazy. Yeah, makeup and hairstyling. How beautiful. All right, now let's get into some kind of the nitty-gritty movie type. I guess this is kind of not movie-movie type, but best documentary feature. I'm really glad this one yeah, won. O.J. Made in America got this one. Uh, did you did you ever see the whole thing? Yeah, you saw I actually all the... watched it a couple, like maybe last week or two yeah. weeks ago. And oh, I, that's right, you were texting oh, me about God, it. It was it was incredible. <laughs> it was so it was just so compelling. Yeah, I watched I think all five parts in two days. Like I yeah. That's what I it'll do. One and two, and and then like went to bed, woke up, watched three, yeah. four, five. Like it was so good, so good. It was just so in depth. Uh-huh. And it, I learned so much. Right, and they got so many great people to interview. Yeah, um, which was remarkable. And I think I read a story that, um, like the producer of it or whatever, nobody was willing to talk about it on record. So he had to do like just a ton of research and like a ton of like putting a ton of effort just to get these people to talk. I like, could see that for sure. I, I think he said even like the jurors weren't, they never actually released their names or something okay. like that. I have a bone to pick with a juror. Dude, one of the black lady jur- yeah. jurors. The older one? Yeah. Yeah. She basically said, oh, he, we thought he was innocent, but we had to give a win for a black man. We thought he was guilty, but. Or, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. Yeah. So 
yeah, that's what she I basically said. If Rodney King wasn't killed, <laughs> or if, dude, if Rodney King would have been, if Rodney King would have won his case against yeah. LAPD, that OJ, OJ would have gone to jail. Yeah. Okay, and I get the whole racial thing. I right. get the social injustice, and I, I'm I'm a fan of black people. Mm-hmm. I love I love y'all, but when it comes down to it, two people are murdered, dog. Right. Like. Send his ass away if yeah. you know he's guilty. At some point, I thought that was insane yeah. that she that took a lot of balls to say uh, that. Yeah, at some point, like morality has to win out. I know, right? Know? Uh, another interesting thing with that was with Marsha Clark was on it, which yeah, was really cool. That was she cool. was talking about like just how manipulative the whole like all the lawyers were for OJ, like how they would wear like the African yep, like yep. Print as ties and yep. stuff. So, how about when they switched out? Uh, his shit in his house. Yeah, they put up pictures of yeah. him and black people, and then yeah. like the I thought the most fascinating one was his agent. Yes, I was his, just about to say his my agent part. was basically like, yeah, he the part where the part where he had, uh, talked about OJ smoking weed and he got all loosey goosey, and uh, he talked about um, Nicole came out. I guess she came out with a knife. Yeah, and he said. The agent. This is through the agent, obviously. Right. But OJ said that if she didn't have that knife, she'd still be here today. Right? What the fuck, dude? Yeah. That's admitting it. Like, oh my god, yeah. it just blows. I my mean, mind. the agent, like to his defense, he was making a shit ton of money, he and he kind of he schemed with him too. Like right. he was, yeah, yeah. Like he was kind of a, a dirtbag. Right. Too. To me, but I think he's come. And he kind of admitted and, it. Right. Admitted he couldn't do right. it anymore. Yeah. But to me, I thought the biggest thing from that was. uh when the agent was like, yeah, that we knew they were going to have him try on the gloves. So we just told him, quit taking your arthritis. I, that's, yeah, I forgot and about that part. Yeah. got all puffy. And Insane, stuff, man. And the glove didn't fit. So, I mean, it was just a shocking documentary. Oh, it was and so good. So much. And so it was, it was very, very deserving. Oh, very. And I would even go as far to say, I mean, I'm a big sport. I love the 30 for 30 right. series. But even with that, I would go as far to say this is my favorite documentary period of all time. Right. I mean, you could throw uh, Making a Murderer in there on Netflix, yeah. which is really, really good. But this one, man, I like you said, I literally, I remember watching the premieres of like one, because there are like five parts, right. part one and two, and then they put them all on Watch ESPN. Right. I literally watched the last three just back to back to back, right. which took like, six hours of my yeah. life yeah, like here. yeah it was so compelling so good and i love that one um yeah so oj made america best documentary feature very deserving let's get into some music here best original song city of stars trash ass ryan gosling <laughs> with his singing got the dub here yeah. what do you think on well, this i one? will say this though it's, it's a, a really, it's a catchy song. it's a really catchy I'll give song it Give it, give John Legend. John Legend killed his yeah, performance John of it. Yeah, John Legend Yo, yeah. If, if John Legend did the song in this movie, I would be like, yeah, this is very deserving. Right. But I like, I don't, I, I, I think it should have won over uh, what was the Moana one or Can't Fight the Feeling. Was that up too or no? Yeah, that was up too. I don't. It, it, I, I think this was deserving. That's it's, fair. It's, fair. it's, it's actually a really good song. Yeah, they are terrible singers, but. Say a star. Yeah, I mean, that's what it sounds like, though, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, so I I, I enjoyed it. I I thought it was deserving. And then moving right along, uh, best original score, which has original music composed for the screenplay for the movie, goes to none other than La La Land. Uh, So this was up for 14 14 nominations, tied for the the most. With Titanic and some old ass movie, uh, I think I was I was uh, texting another buddy of mine, and I, he was saying, "How many do you think they're gonna win?" I think I said ten, which I think might have been the record, but I think they came home with six, six or right? seven. I don't six know. or seven. Yeah, so uh, they got another one here. Uh, just really artsy fartsy shit. Like yeah. that's what, right. and it's a movie about Hollywood, and we'll get into. Right. When we get to our best picture talk. But, um, yeah, I, I kind of saw this one coming from a mile away. Yeah, I mean, Any, those, anything. I, that one was pretty obvious. Yeah. It, nothing was really going to come close to it. Yeah. I mean, the other one was more, like, actual composing and, you know, the, yeah. the guy twirling his little thing. Right. But this one is focused on the actual music, like, because it's a musical. Right. So, I mean, it's going to win. All right. Best original screenplay. This This is a really... I mean, I like this category a lot because I 
am a screenwriter, and I hope to one day be in these awards. And uh, just wait on it, y'all. Martin Scartrezzi coming soon. But, uh, yeah, so Best Original Screenplay, Manchester by the Sea. Were you uh, I was shocked by you were shocked one. by this I one? thought La La Land would have won this okay. one. I, okay. I, once Manchester by the Sea, they announced it, I was, my mouth kind of dropped. And I was like, wow, I can't believe that actually yeah. won. And I was like, hmm. I need to see uh, this movie, yeah, man. Yeah, me too. I was like, I wonder if that means La La Land's not winning Best Picture. Oh, th- this is where you kind of thought? This is where I kind of started to get a little bit, okay. you know, my 100% lock, I thought, which was La La Land kind of okay. loosened a little bit, and I was a little skeptical going forward. All right, interesting. But I thought Manchester by the Sea had a pretty good night. Yeah. And, again, I think if, I mean, this was a pretty good, uh, you know, class of movies, mm-hmm. Oscar-wise. Um Manchester by the Sea in a, a couple of years in the past, I think, would have been one of the biggest winners. Same with Moonlight. Yeah. You know, but they just, those three movies were, I think all of them were so Oscar worthy that, uh, you know, they they battled each other for every category. And, sure. You know, sure. took a little bit away from each other. Okay. And it's, I think it's fair to point out Manchester by the Sea kind of playing into the whole feud with Matt Damon. Uh, Apparently, Matt Damon could have had the role of Casey Affleck in the in right. the movie, but he turned it down, and he was a producer, was I believe. Producer, yeah. yeah, so that's that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. And I'm sure Matt Damon, I mean, he just produces really good yeah. movies. So, I mean, it's Yeah, that was actually cool one of see. my favorite lines was when Jimmy Kimmel was like, you could have had a chance to star in this. Instead, you put on a ponytail and yeah. <laughs> made a Chinese movie. <laughs> that that dropped pretty... $30 million yeah. and you got, whoa. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. All right. Best adapted screenplay, Moonlight. Adapted means it comes from a book or a play or right. something like that. I think Moonlight might have been a play. Yeah, I, I didn't think that's know. what I did not know that. But, uh, yeah, interesting there. So, best adapted screenplay, Moonlight. So, um at this point, do you, did you kind of think that it was going to come down to Moonlight or La La Land? Or were you throwing Manchester by was, the Sea in the mix with Manchester the best picture? I was in as a, kind of a long shot still. Okay. Um, okay. But I, I was starting to think you know, Moonlight has a real chance at this. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, now, best director, Damien Chazel, I believe. Chazel. Uh, La La Land. Everybody seemed to love this guy. They're showing right. him so much love, and when I mean La La Land had so many wins, right. and uh, each one I think thanked this this director, and he must he just must be a stud. Uh, which I think I'll I'll give him some love. I think it is very not. I don't want to say groundbreaking, but it's very cool to bring in the Oscars. Love we talked about how mm-hmm. they suck off Hollywood. Um, that factor, and then the mu- the musical, it's kind of modern. So it's very unique, and right. that that's something that's hard to do is bring something unique to such a saturated market. And, like, I always go back to that, like, the end scene, you know, with how deep it was. Yeah, that's and true, how too. how he put that together because mm-hmm. he could have screwed that up really easily, and we could have left there being, like. What the hell happened? Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, we still had some, like. We're not a hundred percent sure yeah, what happened, but, but you sometimes can kind of piece good. it together, right? Like, yeah, you can put it on your own. But he could have made that so where it was just like, okay, that made no fucking sense. Yeah. So I, I, I'll give him props. He, he, I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, and uh, it'll be. I think they were talking. He was gonna, and <laughs> this is kind of funny because we talk about how this is so played out. But I'm pretty sure they were talking how he was gonna do a space movie, maybe. Shocker. Yeah, I know. So many goddamn space movies. A musical in space? Because maybe that would be worth seeing. <laughs> a musical in space. Oh, my God. That would be hilarious. I would actually. You would, no you would see that one? No matter how bad it looks, I would go see that. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Funny, funny. All right. Now let's get into some of kind of the big categories. Best Supporting Actor, Mahershala. I'm pretty go. sure I got that there one right. I'm a, I'm a fucking beast for that one. Mahershala Ali. A.K.A. Remy Dent. A.K.A. Remy from House of Cards uh, in Moonlight. He won Best Supporting Actor, becoming the first Muslim to win this award. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. I really like this guy. Yeah, I think no, he had some good things to say, and he's right. a great actor, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually did see Moonlight. I'm not going to spoil anything now. I might spoil a little bit um, coming up, but uh, he was in this movie not that long. Really? He was in it for like I think he said that 10, he, 20 minutes maybe. I think he said that he filmed all of in three days he or something, in like five days. Yeah. yeah, it was originally supposed to be seven. Really, he, he was about to have a baby, so he like oh yeah, and he did have up the and have baby. to get it in yeah. five. So, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, that's incredible. And I yeah. didn't know that. But from everything that I read, you know, leading up to the Oscars, he was the big favorite. So For sure. Um, and then, I mean, it's crazy. And, and he did win the Emmy, I believe. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy that in the era of Trump, and everything with like a Muslim ban and stuff that yeah. this it, is the year that a Muslim wins best supporting exactly. actor. Exactly. You know, that's uh, kind of cool. Cool thing. Kind of yeah. cool. All right. Best supporting actress goes to Viola Davis for Fences. I loved her speech. And uh, mm-hmm. on, on my sports show on uh, KXNO, the radio, uh, Ross was saying that, oh, my God, this speech was not even that good. Like, <laughs> you, you guys bought into it. Like, don't buy into it. I bought into it, man. Yeah. I thought that shit was really good. Like it was, yeah, no, it was really moving. The one part I didn't really care for was when she was like, "We're the only people that." Yeah, that's. I think that's actually what he was say kind of saying about what represent life. Or, yeah, or yeah, something like like that. normal people don't love life. Yeah, like, that's. Like, yeah, yeah, it was. A, it was I get a, what she's was, saying. That was the but weird thing. She kind of said it in a yeah. That was kind of way like, uh, puff out our chest, Hollywood type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So I could see how that rubbed some people the wrong way, but. Yeah, no, it was a beautiful speech, and um, she got she, emotional. Yeah, she is. Oh, she's one of those actresses where everything you see, you just are like, wow, this is, you know, she's yeah. awesome at this. And so. she's kind of like uh, Ray Lewis in the in the in the fact that whenever she talks, I want to listen. Right? Yeah, like, no, she, yeah, she's incredible. And also, did you know she's also like Ray Lewis because she got huge ass traps. <laughs> Damn, she looks jacked. Yeah, she. Yeah. She can play linebacker, probably. Probably, but yeah, no, it, cool. I, I was happy for her, and I think we both picked we, that one. Right? I think we picked that one, yeah, for sure. Actually, no, I picked Jackie Kennedy. God damn it! No, that was, but that was best actor. Oh, that was Just best actor supporting. supporting. God bless. The dawn of entertainment takes an L there. <laughs> My apologies. All right, now we're getting into the best actor and actress, best actor, which I think you said on Twitter this is a huge surprise, big surprise yeah. of the night, goes to Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea. What did you think of this? Uh, I, I thought Denzel had this lot. I know, right? And if it wasn't Denzel, I thought for sure it would be Ryan Gosling. I did not see Casey Affleck winning this award. And, uh, some people so he are, was the number three in your mind? In my mind, yeah. Um, and some people were saying that he was a small favorite, but everything I saw, it was Denzel or, mm-hmm. you know, Interesting. pick. Man, we uh, gotta see this movie. It's getting yeah, it's no. getting mad love. Uh, yep. But we might have to have a box of Kleenexes or something because everybody talks oh, about how it sad, sad it is. Huh. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, and I'm a crier in movies, so <laughs> I'll be the first to admit that. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, also, I didn't know Casey Affleck has a lot of. There's a lot of backlash. Do you know about some of the stuff in his past? No. Apparently, like two different women have sued him for sexual harassment huh. over like filming like. He's like wow. kind of a prick on scene and like I did not know that. Threatens no. and like yeah. He looks like a damn homeless man. Yeah, no. I mean, and I can't talk weird, shit cuz yeah. I look at my beard right now. It's <laughs> He's kind crazy. of a weird dude. Like even his speech, he was re- his real quiet. Yeah. And Ben went and gave him a hug right away and he didn't mention Ben at all, which I thought was kind of funny. I, he did that at the Emmys too, I think. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So like I think he it's kind of one of those things like I want to do this on my own. Yeah, I want to get out of your shadow. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was weird that like they announced that literally Ben was on top of him and then Casey didn't even recognize him. <laughs> and then he said something weird too about how like his parents have loved him and supported him most of the time. Hmm. I was like, okay, this is this is awkward. I would have much preferred a Denzel speech to this. Like, <laughs> Denzel would have. I think Denzel was a little salty. Was he? Yeah, they showed a picture of him. I think he was a little salty about it. So, looking yeah. back like a pillar of salt. Ugh. Name that song. Oop. Wesley and Spike. Yep, yep, yep. Ultralight beam. That a kid. I just that had to sing it to myself. Two for three, bit. right? Three for four. Three for four. We've done four now. Okay. That's off the top, too. We're, we're just OGs like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, best Actress, Emma Stone gets this one for La La Land. Yeah, this one was, this one was kind of the shoe-in. Right. Okay. All yeah, right. I thought. I mean. I think we both. I, yeah, I mean. You, no, this is the one I picked, Jackie yeah, Kennedy. Did, yeah. Surprise, YOLO uh, pick. But. Like, I, I wouldn't have been surprised just because it's the Oscars. They would have given it to Meryl Streep. But Emma Stone is deserving. Good yeah. for her. She actually had a really good speech, I thought, as well. So. Okay, okay. All right. Now the big one of the night. We have a lot to talk about here. Mm-hmm. Best picture goes to La La Land. Yeah. No, wait. Okay, no, it, goes Moon- to, it goes to Moonlight. Moonlight, you won. <laughs> Seriously, come up here. Okay. All right. So 
what do you want to should we talk about the actual movie first or should we break down the the fuck up uh well, well let's talk about the movie first okay let's well first of all i i want to i have a something to say about moonlight okay all right and i, I can I spoil well, a little bit? Let or? me start first by just saying I th- this took me by complete surprise. I thought there was no way La La Land wasn't gonna yeah. win. But I, like, but fair to say, it, if it would have been between one, it would be Moonlight. Yeah, no. So yeah, it's Moonlight and La La Land right. one two. But I was just thinking with how like how Hollywood this movie. I mean, this was Hollywood's dream yeah. movie. Um, it's sucking off Hollywood. It, it like had we said. all those like nominations. It had, it had all those wins. It, had, it was it sweeping a, the night. Yeah, it had a good night. I was really shocked. I, I was. That's. I think I tweeted. I. I don't know if I'm more shocked that La La Land lost or that they fucked it up yeah. in the way they presented it. Like I, I was just so shocked. So, yeah. um, but you know what? Congratulations because uh, that's uh, that's really cool. And I think. I think the director or producer, whatever it is, I think he said it's like loosely based off his life or something like that. Yeah, I think um, I think you're right. So cool, uh, cool story. And then all right, I'll I'll let you have this. Are you gonna mic. let me? Do you want yeah, me? Yeah, dude, say whatever. Okay, want. because I really don't think you're gonna like this movie. Yeah, prob- so. Probably not. Okay, so let me just kind of give some background about what it's about, and then you can kind of say because I think you're gonna be surprised. Come, I know it's about cocaine. <laughs> yeah, well, you think you, you would think. Okay, so obviously it chronicles the life of this kid. There's three chapters, and it's very it's broken down in kind of a weird way where they actually put on screen chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, oh, really? and it cuts away. So that's kind of cool. And then it chronicles the the life of this kid, and then you see him as I don't want to say like like a like an elementary school kid. Okay. You see him as a teenager, and you see him as a adult. Okay. So this is based in Miami, I believe Miami or Atlanta, Miami. I think it's Atlanta, uh, Miami, but, um, ba- like you said, it's about cocaine. It's about crack cocaine. Uh, Mahershala Ali, he plays a drug dealer and he sells drugs, crack to this kid's mom. And basically it's just about his life and how he has to go through all that and um, growing up and the mom takes money from the kid that he makes, you know, stuff like that. And so it shows his struggles and that part. Excellent. Excellent fucking movie. I love, I love the beginning, but then you get to part two, the teenage years. Super weird. You ready for this? (laughs) Yeah. Cause it takes a weird fucking turn. Does he get AIDS? Is that what you think? I don't know. I'm just kind of close, I guess maybe. Um, okay, so he has this kind of this mix up, this beef with this kid, and they go to the beach. Him and this other teenage kid. This is the teenage years, and they're in the beach chilling. They start making out. Oh, yeah. yeah nothing wrong with that. Yeah, not like there's anything. Not like wrong there's with anything that. wrong with that. But I just, it was the weirdest turn. It is truly the Brokeback Mountain version of like drugs and cocaine. Right. Okay, so they start making out, and then basically that goes away. Like, he kind of suppresses that. And I'll, to backpedal a little bit, the uh, Remy from mm-hmm. House of Cards, he just, like, disappears. And I, to be fair, I wasn't I, – I was watching, you know, the second half of this movie with all my, in, like, focus. Right. Uh, the first half I was cutting – our our uh, vi- unfiltered cinematics video. Go watch it on Facebook or YouTube. Uh, so I was cutting that up. So I was like, kind of ha- not half watching it. I was right. paying attention, but you know, you, you know how that in. you know how that goes. Yeah. But I was watching the second half. I see this and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> okay. But anyway, so Remy from House of Cards, he just disappears, and I don't believe they say what happens. I saw some people kind of hinting that they killed him off. But they don't say. I kind of just figured he went away to jail because, or or maybe because he's selling drugs. And the last kind of thing you see of him is uh, basically he's telling the kid that he sold drugs to the mom. And then, so maybe he just didn't want anything to do with him. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so that that was weird how he just kind of disappeared in the movie. And, obviously, he won Best Supporting Actor, so he killed it. But in the short time that he had it, but anyway, so 
they have that moment, him and the other kid, where they kiss, and then he it goes to his adult years, chapter three, and he turns out to be a drug dealer and kind of a gangster and a gangbanger, and he has a grill and he looks all tough, and um, basically doesn't talk about this closeted thing that happened. And then the very last thing we see is he gets back with the kid who he made out with, and he goes, you're the only man who ever touched me. And then they hug the end. Hmm. Yeah. So would you like that movie? Yeah, that doesn't seem like that's for me. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, so what? here's my question I want to ask you. So, I mean, I, and you know, I have nothing against gay people. I mean, you, you, you like who you like. It's right. whatever. I'm not, I'm not that guy who's going to bash that. But do you think, just based on me telling you that, do you think it's pushing an agenda on a movie that is so entrenched in something so far from that, like drugs and gangbanging and stuff? Or do you think it makes it more universal because it has kind of two sides of a spe- spectrum? Uh, I see both sides. I see right. both sides where, yeah, I, I mean, there's something for everybody, and that's why it won. But I don't know. I would have liked it a lot more. That's just me. If it didn't have that kind of weird turn, you know? Right. Yeah, I don't, without seeing it, I exactly. And I, I, I know I put that on you, and right. I'm sorry, but no. Yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, is that something you would both. want to see, or uh, I'll probably watch it at some point just because of one best yeah, picture. Yeah. So I feel. I mean, it's, obligated. It, it, it's not horrible. I just that turn. I was like, what the hell, right. man. I don't know. So that's just kind of not my bone to pick, but that's – I just wanted to tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's super surprising that La La, La La Land lost. Yeah. You know, that that was a good movie in itself too. I'm not a huge musical guy, so, right. I mean, it wasn't my favorite movie ever. But, uh, I mean, it sucked off Hollywood like we said, and Hollywood loves that sort of thing. The uniqueness that it's a musical – the uniqueness that it's modern and that it was colorful, vibrant. Uh, you have the big stars, mm-hmm. Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. So I thought it was all La La Land's night, and I was super surprised, right, too. too. So. Um, yeah, so, I mean, what? Were, okay, now let's talk about the fuck-up. Right. Um, so, I mean, what were your thoughts here? Do you think – I mean, it's basically a Steve Harvey moment. Right. And the thing that got me is uh, Jimmy Kimmel – is kind of known for being a prankster. So immediately right. when I saw this, I was like, is this set up? Yeah. What, what, I, what were your thoughts? Just tell me your thoughts. Yeah, I don't, first off, I don't think it was set up. Okay. Like that, so, first, first of all, I if it think, was, that'd be fucked up. Yeah. The Oscars majorly. would never, the Oscars are like, they just have the most this, prestigious award. Yeah. Prestige about them that they would turn over in their It's not the MTV they, movie awards. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't think so. Um, but I, so like, the did you hear the explanation of what actually happened? Uh, yeah, but you can go ahead and explain it. So basically, uh, whatever the accounting firm is, I always forget. Um, they have two briefcases full of the envelopes. Okay. Okay. Each have twenty four, uh, letters. Nominee. Okay. Whatever cards. Yeah, or yeah. Whatever you want to call them, envelopes with the cards in them. So that way, if you come in on one side of the stage or the other, they're there. But now there's so there's two basically of every envelope. Yeah. So whenever Emma Stone was announced, they came in on let's say the left side, announced it, gave her the card, whatever. Well, then for best picture, the people came in on the right side. He, whoever the person was, must have forgot hmm. or just got mixed up, handed them the wrong envelope. And you see when uh, who was it that announced it? I I can't remember his name. Bayou, I. Uh, Warren Beatty, is that it? Yeah, sounds right. That uh, sounds right. He could be wrong. But he looked at it, and you could tell he was like he did a double super take. Super confused, and then like everybody just thought he was being funny, being dramatic, and even like the lady next to him was like, "Just come on, do it. it." Yeah, you know. And he kind of was just like, "Well, okay, then you can read it." Yeah, she must have just saw La La Land. Yeah, so she announces La La Land, and I'm like, "Yeah, no big surprise." I'm honestly getting ready to flip the channel. Yeah, I was like, "I'll." Uh, See, I just want to see if Ryan Gosling talks because he's always amusing. And then I I don't even know what happened. Somehow Jimmy Kimmel appeared back on stage. And, like, then the guy was like, Moonlight Moonlight won. And to me, I was thinking. This is no joke. Yeah. This is no joke. But to me, I was thinking he was doing the Adele. 
you know, I thought Beyonce should have won. Uh, like, that's what I thought he was doing. Yeah. It never occurred to me that he was actually saying, no, Moonlight really won. And I thought, I think that's what the Moonlight people thought. Yeah. Because they were just kind of looking at him like, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? He's like, no, seriously, you guys won. And then finally, once he held up the card, I was like, oh, shit. And yeah. then that's when you saw the Moonlight people start hugging. And you just kind of see the La La Land people are like, what? I kind of... In that regard, I kind of feel bad for Moonlight just because they didn't get that moment, right. you know? Yeah, no, it, like, that's not how you want. Like, you won't win. Yeah. You're not going to complain, I guess, but that that is hard. But I will say the whoever it was for La La Land that handed him over, that was really gracious of him. Yeah. Because I would have been fucking pissed. Oh. <laughs> like, I would have been, like, been so pissed. Like, no, nah, we're keeping the Oscars. Yeah. Like, you can announce after or something. But, yeah, dude. Uh, he was like, no, you guys come over. And, and the whole didn't, he, cast, didn't he say, I'm I'm honored to give this to our yeah. friends at Moonlight? Yeah. yeah. So and that was they, cool. They all talked about afterward how much they loved Moonlight, so they weren't mad because they all thought Moonlight was that good. So, uh, yeah, it was it was an incredible moment. And, uh, I mean, honestly, probably one of the craziest moments yeah, no, in it, Oscar history, it, it right? It has to be, I think. And I don't know. To me, the whole night was kind of boring. Like, yeah. There wasn't anything well, special about yeah, it. Yeah, I was. Get, so well, yeah, you can almost say this even kind of like saved it. Yeah, that's like, that's mean, true. People are now going to tune in every year to see if there's a fuck up like that. <laughs> so, uh, and then I don't know if you saw or not. Did you see the picture of the crowd with like The Rock and Meryl Streep and all them? Uh, I don't know if I there's saw like, that. There's a picture circulating, and it's all of them when they find out that Moonlight actually. Oh, uh, really? And their faces are just hilarious. <laughs> the Rock has a pretty good face. Uh, so yeah, it was it was incredible to watch happen live. Yeah, I man, was just sitting there, just like with my mouth open. Yeah, it was shock, insane. So, but at least they got it corrected. Like yeah, in, you know, in time. Can you imagine if they like would have ended it and then not like we find out later? Yeah, I don't actually won. Like, what would happen there? I don't know. I would never believe it. I know. Like, what do you? I mean, because everybody thought La La Land was gonna win. Yeah. And then who is it from uh, Blackish, Anthony Anderson? Yeah. He was doing, like, hosting the after show. And I was watching a little bit of that. And he just thought everything was a big conspiracy. And he, <laughs> wants, he wants to go back through all the envelopes and make sure that all the right winners were selected and stuff. That's so, funny. I like him. Yeah, He's good. He's pretty funny. All right. Any 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 bones to pick? I know we had a huge bone to pick with uh, Grammys for, you know, best album. So do you have any bones to pick with? You know the best picture category. No, or... I don't. Not not bones. I I just I, I was genuinely surprised. Mm-hmm. That one caught me off guard. I would have, I would have get, you know, bet my damn mortgage that La La Land would have won. So. Damn, you did generate gambler, you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't. So, uh, but so I just surprised more than yeah. angry or anything. But, Fair enough. And I mean, La La Land's deserving. I thought. Yeah. La La Land was good enough to win that award, um, but and I, I mean, I think it, they they played it cool. Like they could have been super pissed, right. like we said, but they I think were they, they were been gracious. A lot more pissed if they had a bad night. Yeah, okay. like if they, they didn't win all right. those they were other bad rinky dink awards, yeah. and that would have just been like the cherry on top. Like we had a yeah. bad night, and then we win best picture, and it gets taken away. If they just us. didn't win anything, and right. then this happened, oh yes. yeah, that so would have been. Then they been had bad. sour grace. But someone brought up an interesting point on Twitter, and they're like, with all the backlash that uh, you know, how white are the Oscars yeah. last year? They're like, what if it would have been the other way around? What if they would have given it to Moonlight and then uh, like, oh no, actually, La La yeah, Land won. That would have got some backlash. <laughs> yeah, probably so, oh, that would have been kind of funny to see too. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. It was just uh, must see TV. Yeah, it was crazy. Anything happens when you know it's live. Yeah, when television. it's live, yeah, <laughs> so. for sure. All right, uh, let, let's kind of sprinkle in some performance talk. Uh, so we had Lin Manuel Miranda and the Moana girl. Really thought that was cool. Uh, Lin Manuel rapped the kind of intro. Yeah, that was. I thought that was kind of neat. Thought that was that was different and cool. And the Moana girl, who I don't know the name of, yeah, I, yeah. she's only she's, sixteen. Yeah, she's sixteen. She looked, I looked, at she looked our like, age. I was like, she looks like she's thirty. I know, right? Like a full grown woman. Like, yeah, Jesus. she killed it though. Yeah, no, and she's she going to be a star moving forward. Yeah, I think. Yeah, this launched her. You know, just yeah, completely up. So yeah, that that was a pretty cool performance. That was good. Uh, Sting, John Legend, and Sarah Bareilles did the memoriam. Uh, yeah. Thoughts on those performances? Uh, Sting was forgettable for me. I, mean, I don't. Even I don't remember. even remember it yeah. honestly. Uh, John Legend was pretty cool. I thought John Legend might have been a little bit better, or they could have done a little bit yeah, more with yeah. it. Um, but I did still. like the the production in the back. It, yeah. it kind of had a very 
It uh, felt just like the movie. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. It felt like it was a scene of the movie. Right. So that was so, kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Sarah Bareilles did a nice job. The memoriams always. Yeah. I did hear something. Someone was saying on Twitter that uh, they put up a wrong picture of someone. I think they or it's like a an, sister or a friend or something. I, they put up someone I saw on Twitter that they put up someone and she tweeted. She's like, I'm not dead. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, so, damn. Uh, That's awkward. But one thing I had a bone to pick with that was uh, they ended with Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. Yeah. And then with Carrie Fisher being like, you know, may the force be with you. And mm-hmm. It was really cool. But like with the bigger names, they always do like a quote or they show something where they didn't do anything for Debbie Reynolds. Yeah, that's true. Or like I thought maybe put a picture of Debbie Reynolds and yeah. Carrie Fisher together or, you know, something. Nothing. They just would have liked to see Debbie more. Reynolds and then they moved directly to Carrie Fisher. They just showed love for Princess Leia. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of weird. Messed up. Okay. All right. Uh, just some other storylines that. Uh, I'd like to talk about. Uh, let's talk about the dude who uh, won the Oscar for best foreign film, and him not being there because of the Muslim yeah. travel ban. So that's kind of a serious topic, right. lighthearted. I mean, in a lighthearted podcast like us, but uh, I mean, so so maybe correct me here. So did he in protest? Did he not come because of the travel ban, or was he? Just no, not allowed, allowed to. He went to the airport. Oh, they really? They wouldn't let him in. See, that? now nah, that's fucked up. Yeah. So, um, should we play yeah, a little YG? Ju- <laughs> uh, <laughs> you yeah. get my joke. I like yeah, that. I it, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's just too bad. You would think that for something like that, you could make a freaking exception. Yeah. Um, but, so. I, the world we live in, man. Right. But I thought. He wrote out the speech and yeah, that the lady was good. went up and delivered it. It was really good. And apparently the lady who did that was the first Muslim in space. I, I think I saw that. Mm. I saw yeah, a picture maybe. of her in like an astronaut suit. Mm. Kind of cool. Interesting yeah, tidbit. So, uh, you know, he's still got – and honestly, he might have got his message around even bigger and louder now because, yeah. you know, he wasn't here. It's true. Um, and he was able to speak through someone else. So, um you know, that's just really unfortunate, and you hate to see that. Because these people, I mean, this Worked is... their entire lives right, or something like this. Right, and to not be there just to accept it. I mean, that's got to be just kind of heartbreaking. So, For sure. Um, you know, it's the world we live in. It's uh, it's too bad, and I have a lot of other thoughts on that. But You can go for it, dude. No, I don't that's care. all right. I'll, I'll, for a, I'll for a different it. political a podcast? Different, yeah. Okay, that's fine. We'll All wait right. for the Are You Entertained Political uh, <laughs> yeah. podcast. Once we get a little bigger, maybe we can delve into politics <laughs> yeah. a little bit. All right. Uh, what were your thoughts on the on the tour bus that came yeah. in? And uh, <laughs> my favorite line from it, how about Jimmy Kimmel saying, I feel like you're ignoring all the white celebrities. <laughs> yeah. I was dying yeah, when I heard that. Um, I think the, the couple that kind of broke out here was uh, Gary and Vicky. Are they are they the next the next Ken Bones of the world? Well, okay. So first off, I thought this was hilarious. I, I did this too. Was really funny. Do you think? It it, was, do you think they genuinely did not know this was I coming? No, I. Because I, their faces they, weren't like super surprised. Well, I just. But think, then they acted when well, they were taking pictures right, and shit. I just like think I didn't see. They were see so it. caught off guard. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know what I would do if I walked into a room and it's just like. Oh, there's Denzel. Yeah, because you want to keep your cool. Like, yeah, you yeah. don't want to star boy Everybody out. just has their eyes on you. Like, so, I mean, you could do some really weird shit. Yeah. Uh, so I thought this was really funny. This is a really creative idea, you know. It's so Jimmy Kimmel, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I liked it. Um, originally, I thought Gary was going to really blow up. Like, I mean, he was hilarious. He yeah. just had his, his. I mean, he's a meme now. He had his purple phone yep, case. Purple phone his, case. His long shorts. Like, he was funny. But then with how the Oscars ended, I feel like it kind of took yeah, some of the that is true. away that is true. from Gary. So. That's a good point. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, people will never forget. This will be one of the most memorable, like, Oscar moments ever is when they yeah. came. And, uh, you how know, about him kissing everybody? Yeah, everybody's guy, hand. Guy or girl. <laughs> yeah, he didn't care. He just funny. wanted the love. And then when uh, uh, he asked his, uh, his fiance, he's like, who's your favorite actor? And she just pointed at Denzel. And Denzel <laughs> went up and took a picture with him. And, so. he, and he married them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that, that was pretty funny. It, 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 it was well done. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, very, very Jimmy Kimmel, and I thought yeah. uh, I thought it was funny. Um, I like the creativity aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to like do really funny, like unique stuff yeah. in the Oscars, like uh, when you're hosting it. So I, I thought he did a good job of finding something that is typical Jimmy Kim- mm-hmm. Kimmel um, and putting it into the show. 
excuse me, one thing I have noticed in the pat in the recent like two or three Oscars, excuse me, they always have been doing something with like candy or cookies or right. you know something like that, like do something different, motherfuckers. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny. It was cool how it came from the sky. Yeah. That was that was like right. some of the celebrities. They acted like that was the coolest thing. How ever. about how about uh, I don't know her name, uh, but Cookie from Empire wanted cookies. Yeah, she's like, give me the cookies. Yeah. <laughs> she made uh, Octavia Spencer split. Yeah, with her. yeah, that was yeah, that was, was pretty. Funny. Good. And then Meryl Streep's husband was just munching on that junior <laughs> mints. Yeah, it was funny. Oh man. And then like at one point she was like, all right, give me one, and he gave her one, and I was like. I bet you Meryl Streep has never ate them shits before. <laughs> <laughs> she, she has no idea what she's putting in her mouth. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, <laughs> Junior Mints always remind me of the Jerry Seinfeld episode. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right. Um, moving on. Uh, the Michael J. Fox, Seth Rogen skit I thought was pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, the DeLorean. He had the Marty McFly Air Mag shoes. What'd you think of that? Yeah, I, well, I thought all of those skits were yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, they were good. We were watching the movies and talking about it. I thought that was a unique idea. And uh-huh. Obviously, when Kimmel added in, we bought a zoo. That made yeah. it, you know, fun. funny. Um, so I thought I liked all of those. So I thought that was really cool. But that one, that one was, I mean, that was awesome. Yeah. To have, you know, the DeLorean there and he was wearing the kicks. Yeah. And, Dude, uh, I want those shoes so yeah, bad. Those, would you yeah. rock those? Oh, I would rock Hell them. yes. Yeah, They're so that, lit. Those are dope, so. Yeah, the, I, that was that was a good touch. I, I enjoyed that. And <laughs> when Seth Rogen was like, "I'm gonna per- pretend that 10 percent of that applause was for me," <laughs> yeah. even though I know it wasn't. <laughs> like, he's great. Yeah, I, he's I love hilarious. him. He's so, funny. Yeah, that was that was a good touch. Good stuff. All right, and then the Lion King music with the kid from the movie Lion. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I don't. I almost thought it was like kind of racist. <laughs> really? Like just holding a little Indian kid up playing <laughs> the Lion King music. I was oh like, man, this is just kind of a weird look. Okay. Like, I don't right. know if I would have gone there. All but, right, that's you know, fair. It, it, it was that's fair. I thought the kid was. I mean, he played along and he was yeah. funny. He's a cute little kid. Yeah, he is. He is. He'll he'll probably blow up and be right. the next little star uh, coming up in the future. All right, best possible presentation uh, award for. Trey Lessio, uh, the Science Technology yeah, Award. This was funny. I thought it was good. As, I thought they funny. did did a good job I there. Who they were? Yeah, I can't Dude remember their Star damn Trek names. And, yeah, I can't remember. The girl, the uh, Hooters lady from. Yeah, she's in um, a whole bunch of stuff. This is from Big Daddy. And, yeah, yeah, I, I can't remember her name, but I thought they did a great job. Yeah, uh, they did a they, good job of making something that nobody yeah. cares to talk about. Like they do this every year where they bring out, they they bring up these awards and and they kind of show some. Uh, Lifetime achievement, like yeah. this one, they gave it to Jackie Chan, and right. yeah. So, and usually it's just like, okay, we can skip this. But they did a good job of making it entertaining. Yeah, they were, they, they were funny. funny. They they it. made me laugh. What what do you think of the mean tweets segment? I thought they could have been better. Yeah, like, the the tweets themselves weren't that good. Yeah, and they got some like weird people. Yeah, like they could have gotten like. I think the two that made me laugh the most were Ryan Gosling and uh, Robert De Niro, just because they said, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what, what they said about Gosling. I don't, basically, like, like, oh, I'm Ryan Gosling. I have a perfect bone structure. Oh, yeah. and, and then I said, I'm Ryan Gosling. Gosling, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and then De Niro, he, he's reading out his whole, whole thing, and then he goes, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Robert De Niro. I would not cross Robert De Niro. Total gangsta. I love Robert De Niro, but what the mean tweet should have been is, why does Robert De Niro accept every single role that comes his way? Because he's been doing every movie, dog. Yeah, he, he has just, been doing some bad ones. Like uh, the grandpa movie I heard yeah, was trash. You just need to say no to a few things. But his next one, whoo. Cannot wait. The comedian one? Oh, well, that one, too. That yeah, does one, look good. I was, I was talking more of the Irishman. Oh, yeah. That, oh, God. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, go check. I wrote a piece on the website about that, how Netflix is uh, is making a big move there with picking up that Irishman movie. So go check that out. But I- I'm really, really excited for that movie. Um, yeah, so so there you go. Uh, here's another kind of stupid thing that I saw on the Internet that I didn't really catch in the show. But uh, did you see Mel Gibson's, like, awkward-ass fist bump, head nod type thing? I can't remember... Who was like shouting him out? I feel like I th- was it Kimmel. Well, Kimmel no, at one point. No, that was at the beginning. It. I think it was some like maybe like a fil- like they won for film editing, editing the Hacksaw Ridge oh, or something, yeah. and they were shouting out Mel Gibson, "You're a pleasure to work with" or whatever. And he goes, 
bad radio segment here, but <laughs> he had the weirdest, most uh, awkward fucking thing. Yeah, well, anything Mel Gibson does is fucking weird. So. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a strange character. Um, another thing that I just thought of, did you see uh, uh, Nicole Kidman's clap? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I thought my favorite. was almost, like, scary. Yeah, my favorite, my favorite meme or whatever actually came from uh, Barstool Sports. <laughs> she claps like, uh, or no, they said she's definitely a Westworld robot. <laughs> and I know you haven't seen Westworld, but uh, she claps the weird. She honestly claps like the Joker in the Dark Knight. Right. In the in the jail, yeah, you know that, what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, super, was, super weird. So, weird. Um, uh, yeah. yeah no, my, so my two favorite uh, tweets from the night were... One, uh, Steve Harvey, when he said, good morning, everybody, went to sleep early last night, so what did I miss? I thought that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one was, La La Land failed to make a football move after the reception. <laughs> <laughs> that was my oh, favorite. Oh, that was my God. Funny, so. yeah. Gotta love Twitter. Yeah. Twitter's always got, got some good stuff for you. <laughs> good material out there. All right, and then uh, kind of a more serious note, you touched on it a little bit there, but it was a really big night for diversity considering last year the whole Oscar So White thing. I think I heard something where there was a person of color or maybe even a black person nominated for almost every big award. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, so I mean, big big move for diversity. Right. I think that's pretty cool. It's good to see, and you know, it's representative of our population, and that's the way it should be. Yeah, and, and people they still have a long way to go. Right. I think, yeah, but, but they took a step in the right direction. People of of all colors and walks of life, and you know, whatever minority group you're talking about, they deserve to be recognized just as much as you know white people, and. Um, they have important stories to tell and, and do a lot of important things around the world, and they they should be recognized. So it's it, it's good when people that are deserving, for sure. Um, which and that's the hard part is uh, you don't just want to give awards just so you can be you know inclusive and mm-hmm. diverse, but uh, but these people were actually really deserving. Yeah, and they were uh, rewarded so, and that's always good to see. Definitely. Uh, so. One other thing I kind of forgot to put on the dock, but I kind of want to talk about. Let's talk about how long this fucking ceremony yeah. went. Like, well, what? So, I have I work another job and I have to wake up three thirty in the morning. So, when I stay up that late, I am dead the next day. Right. And uh, I mean, this went was it almost an hour? Was it a half hour over? I, I remember it was, it was supposed to get over. it was supposed to get over at uh, ten thirty, and I waited till like ten thirty. And um, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be dead the next day. Yeah. Like, And at that point, they cut it to commercial, and they hadn't even done Best Director. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, Jesus no, there Christ. Was that, there was that one point uh, I was just laying there and talking to Taylor, and uh, I was like, fuck, I got to look up how many awards are left. I know. And I was there like, was like four or five still left, the big ones. Well, I, when I looked, I was like, oh, my God, there's still 13 awards really? left. I was like, they need to cut yeah. down on how many of the awards they actually show. and. I wonder if they got. I mean, they had to have gotten in kind of some trouble for that. I mean, yeah, going over. I, I don't know how that works. Yeah, that's weird. They're the Oscars. I mean, they true. I they trump local 39 news. Thirty-nine million people <laughs> watched or something. So, yeah. and I also saw it was the lowest rating since two thousand eight. Really, even yeah, with which, the the big mess yeah. up and all that. Huh. Yeah, so that's interesting. Surprising. But yeah, no, I, I just with all of these live award shows, for some reason, they just go way too long. Well, is it fair? Is it fair to say that the Oscars? I mean. You could put Oscars or the Emmys. What what do you think the Oscars is the most boring of the award shows? Nah, not for me, just because that's the one I'm most interested. Yeah, I agree to me, too. To I, me, I, 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 love, I love the Golden Globes. Okay, okay. Oh, well, I don't watch the Emmys, to be honest. Yeah. So okay, so Emmys is down there for you. Yeah. I love I, the Grammys. I like the Oscars. Uh, I think they could maybe. I, they. I feel like they could do more performances because I think that right. that brings in a lot more. Of an audience, I think. Uh, I think when you when you only do best 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 songs mm-hmm. for the movies, I think that kind of limits you to what you could do. Yeah. Maybe they could bring in someone but else. It, I don't know. Uh, but it's hard because you don't just want to throw in it random you're right, you're right, you're right. and stuff. So I don't know. I'm just trying to think of ways it's, where it's it could hard. be better. But to me, the present uh, like the uh, uh, performances mm-hmm. are always a little bit like 
deeper and a little bit better to me at the Oscars than they are at the Grammys. The Grammys, okay. they just kind of like put on Do their show, song. like yeah. seeing, you know. But at the Oscars, they always have like a, a, a meaning or like they have okay. a bunch of people. Like to me, I, I'll never forget. My favorite Oscar performance, hands down, was Glory by Oh, that John was Legend. great. That was really good. And they did it at the Grammys as well. And at the Grammys, he common just stood there and rapped and mm-hmm. yeah, it was it. But then when they went to the Oscars, they had the people walking like they yeah. were on the bridge and stuff. And it was one of the most moving, like, uh, for sure. That was things really I've good. Seen. Um, so to me, they, they, they can dive a little deeper. Um, but I don't know. It's hard. It's yeah, hard. for sure. For sure. They need to do a better job of like, uh, like the presenters having more of like a comedic role rather than just going up there talking really weirdly for 30 seconds yeah. and then like i think that would make it more so lively. make it make it more comedic more yeah funny. they need to add a little more humor i mean i thought jimmy kimmel did a good kimmel job did, at kimmel, keeping kimmel it keeping it light job. yeah um yeah i mean the whole it's thing hard. was a stab at trump how about how about the uh when they projected the it yeah, when they projected his phone and tweeted yeah, at him. Was... I thought that was hilarious. Meryl says hi. <laughs> yeah, that was the best one. Comedy. That was good. <laughs> Man, I wish Trump would have replied, though. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, no, nah, I, I think they... Is he getting the hint that he should be doing, like, legit presidential I, work? Or... I, I think whoever's in charge of him took his phone for the night. Probably. He's probably like, and shut all oh, the, my God. Shut all the He's chomping at the bit. He wants to reply. Yeah, they, they shut the cable off for the night <laughs> so he can watch, probably. Because otherwise he would have. We're living in a goddamn South Park episode. Yeah, I think I saw one time that like he tweeted eight different times during the Oscars. Talking about, oh, really? Like a couple years ago. Like, oh, okay. One of them was like, ratings are down. Trump should be the host. And, like, of course. Stuff like that. Of course. So. God bless. All right. Any uh, any last last thoughts? Any last words on these Oscars? Just a question. So we went and saw Get Out. Yep. Do you think Get Out will be nominated? <sighs> I know it's hard because it's early. You know, but I Taylor could Rabbit I could see discussion. it getting a little love, just because of the diversity af- aspect. Um, Jordan Peele being a black writer, black actor, mm-hmm. um, black director, um, and kind of. It's honestly, I don't want to say, I feel like I always use groundbreaking as a word, but it's groundbreaking in the sense that um, they brought racism into a kind of horror thriller right. film. I thought that was very that's not new like, and unique. It's not like a stereotypical, like, black guy always dies first. Yeah, they actually movie. switched that. Right. And that's something we didn't say in our five-minute right. uh, movie review Go watch it on Facebook or YouTube, like we said. But uh, that is something that they totally switched. Right. Obviously, spoiler alert, the black guy wins in the end and yeah. kills the white people. So I thought that was kind of funny. But uh, I do think that it's very relevant, and there's a lot of layers to the movie. So I could definitely see it getting some love. What do you think? I, I, I find it hard to think that's an Oscar-y movie. I, 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 I know. You're right. I mean. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying it's not deserved. And again, it, I mean, a lot of people like it, man. I've, I've seen movies, nothing but good right. reviews for it. There's a ton of movies that are yet to come out. Yeah, and stuff. exactly. So I, that I we mean, don't even know about so probably that, right now. Yeah, so that depends. But yeah, I mean, I to me, I'm still shocked it's at 100 percent Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that's hard. That I mean, that's right. not easy. And obviously, that's not a barometer of how it's going to go. You know, when it comes to award shows, sure, sure, um, but. Even, like, critics are giving it good reviews and mm-hmm. stuff, so you never know. Uh, but that would be – if that one does, that's uh, that's a whole new Oscar-type movie. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's that's not your I mean, typical – Yeah, it is. On on one hand, I think it, you know, it's a popcorn movie. But on the other hand, yeah, no, it, it's very layered, and I can right. see that's, it. That's, I agree with that. Yeah, so that, that's a tough question. Both, both aspects yeah. of that. So, I, yeah. I, I thought the writing on it was really good. Yeah, no, the writing was really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, any, any other – and this is kind of hard to say, and this is kind of putting you on spot. But any other movies that mm. you know that are coming out that maybe we can look out for to, for the award season for next year? That's a good question. Is I mean, the... we know we don't know all the movies that are going to come out, obviously, but right. any that come to mind? I, ooh, that, it's tough for me. I can't even yeah, think of any really. Honestly, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, okay, I did think of one. Maybe that Dunkirk from uh, Christopher Nolan, the war oh, film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that maybe. The that looks really is... good. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, it's hard to predict right. without well, seeing them. Previews or, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, no, that uh, that has gotten a lot of I was of trying to just think of buzz, some so yeah, that, directors that, you uh, know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll who knows? Who Looking knows? forward to it, though. Yeah. And next year it. we're going to get out and uh, see more of these yeah. Oscar-y movies. Yeah. So if you're a sponsor for some, like, movie theater or <laughs> a movie thing, show us some love and we'll partner up and we'll go see these and then review them for yeah. you. <laughs> All right, that is uh, our Oscars pop-up podcast. I'm Trey Lessie of the Dawn of Entertainment alongside Brandon Ogden, the Consigliere. Uh We will be back to our regularly scheduled program next week for our bi-weekly podcast talking all things music, movies, TV, and sports. It's been fun. Um, great, great Oscars. Very So much to talk about. We broke it all down for you. Hope you enjoyed it. So uh, until next time. Stay safe.